Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about what that time before bed looks like for couples and the importance of creating your own bedtime routine. And there's a quote that's been attributed to Steve Jobs that says, going to bed at night saying, we've done something wonderful. That's what matters to me. And just that that essence of going to bed and what that looks like. And so we're going to be talking about that mm-hmm. in today's show. And, you know, we start each and every show here at One Extraordinary Marriage with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by Rothy's. And honestly, I can't wait to tell you more about these incredibly amazing shoes later in the show. The hug that I'm going to share with you actually comes from an Instagram message that we received. And this person says, like most stories, one day I ran across your podcast and you two spoke waves to me, mm. hit every subject I was facing. Thank you for giving me the idea for the best surprise 40th birthday present for my husband ever. Mm. It's not only going to help bring up ways to help our relationship, but he's going to be elated. I'm taking efforts to open up and give him a 30-day sex challenge, followed by others. (laughs) Your show fell in my path at the right time for the right reason. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Love you guys. Love you guys. Can't wait to hear from her husband on the back end of that because you know he's going to be pretty excited that she started listening to the show. That's right. Such uh, such a great birthday present too. You know, it's definitely one of those things to think about as you think about what can I give my spouse that no one else can. So True. Just putting that's it good. out there. You know, we often get asked here at One Extraordinary Marriage, you know, how do we come up with the show ideas? And a lot of times it's, you know, it's stuff that Tony and I are dealing with in our own marriage. It's Mm -hmm. conversations that we have, you know, with people in in our lives and and people around the world and email messages we receive. And this particular show idea actually came from an email that we received a few weeks ago. And this wife wrote in and she's like, I'm interested to learn about couples bedtime routines. Mm -hmm. My hubby and I, in all 19 years of our wonderful marriage, do not have a bedtime routine together. The only part of a routine we share is that we watch TV together at the end of the day. Then I go to bed around the same time each night and he stays up late and falls asleep and then heads to bed. This has been a source of contention for me and I'm only finally coming to terms with it that there will never be a quote, our bedtime routine. Mm. The thing is though that I believe we're extremely rare in this regard. He thinks not. I would love to know if other couples or more like you both go go to the bedroom together to get ready for bed or more like us. And, you know, it's interesting because originally when this came in, it actually came in off of um, a, a real response to our Daily Steps show. Yes. And, and for those of you that don't know about Daily Steps, you want to make sure you know about the show. Yeah. So our Daily Steps show is a quick question and answer. So shows or, or episodes, I would sh- say, are anywhere from five to eight minutes. Send in your question. We, we respond real quickly. You can check it out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash daily steps, subscribe, and that comes out weekly as well. And so, like I said, you know, originally we thought, well, this is just going to be a quick question and answer. 
Mm-hmm. But then, I, you know, Tony and I were talking about it, I'm like, I actually wonder, like I know what we do, but I'm kind of curious, what does the one family do? And I would say our bedtime routine in 22 years of marriage has definitely changed over those years. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we're going to share a little bit about that throughout the show, but you all had a lot to say Mm -hmm. about your bedtime routines. I mean, we went to you guys out there on Instagram. So if you, if you want to know where we're doing all these polls, it's always on Instagram. You can follow us at One Extraordinary Marriage and you'll see it pop up in our stories. But we had over 700 responses around this one particular area and what this looks like in your marriage, mm-hmm. which, you know, if you look at any research out there, sometimes, you know, people that are doing studies may only get like two or 300 responses. Yeah. And what I want to share first and foremost, just to answer this gal's question, um, you know, are couples more like us and they don't go to bed at the same time or are they more like, you know, they do go to bed at the same time. And in the one family, I'm going to put that caveat around there mm-hmm. in the one family, 75% of you do go to bed at the same time which, you know, there's a lot of research that's been done about all the benefits of, you know, going to bed at the same time. And we're not going to belabor that. Just a few of the highlights are that it does give you an opportunity to connect, right? You know, just like that Steve Jobs quote, it gives you an opportunity to express what you're grateful for, you know, talk about the highlights of the day, the challenges. And I do have to share that one of the responses to the, uh, to the questions was that one couple does share, they call it their worries. And she said, you know, they talk, we talk about our worries and then we kiss them away. I'm like, that's a great way to bring that all together in one spot. Mm -hmm. Um, Another benefit is that it obviously makes it easier for the two of you to have sex. If you're doing the evening sex thing. Yep. Right. Because if you're both in bed at the same time, it's a lot easier to be naked in bed at the same time and have that lead to sex than to, you know, be at different times. And for some of you, because your schedules are so, so busy and full, bedtime routines may be the only time that you get time together. And I would say quiet time together, mm-hmm. especially with kids and other things going on in our lives. I would say it's, there, there are probably times when you do, when you are together, but this is a time when you get quiet time, just the two of you. And, you know, tying this all together too is also the sense that in you know, 56% of the marriages, you know, out of that response, you know, I asked the question on Instagram. I'm like, who falls asleep first? Mm, That's a good question. Because you may be going to bed at the same time, but not everybody falls asleep at the same time. And there was also some interesting dynamics around that. And, and, you know, 56% of you say that he falls asleep first. I fall asleep first most times. Yeah, I would say you're like a 90%, 95% fall asleep first. But here's the thing though, too, with us is... I tend to get to now, right now, where we are in our marriage, I tend to, we can start getting ready for bed at the same time. And no kidding, I will be done 20 minutes before Elisa is even in bed. So I have already been reading, relaxing before she even steps into bed. We just have different nighttime you know, get ready for bed routines. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying we don't. What I, what I am saying though, is the reason I do fall asleep first is because I'm already relaxed. I'm already been reading probably 10 to again, 10 to 20 minutes before you even step into bed. Absolutely. And you know, you made men made mention a little bit earlier in the show about the fact that there's been an evolution in our bedtime routine. Oh, for sure. Over the years, because er in the early years of our marriage, it was not a priority for us to go to bed at the same time. I mean, you know, if I felt tired, I'd go to bed. If he felt tired, he'd go to bed. And, and in all honesty, that was the model in my family. My parents, like, I don't remember 
my parents going to bed at the same time. I remember my dad would come home from work and he'd fall asleep on the couch and mom at some point in time would get up and go to bed and dad, I mean, t- still to this day, mm-hmm. to, yeah. to so this day. Your parents are that way. I, I'm 44 years old and I still have conversations with my parents where, you know, my dad's like, yeah, I fell asleep on the couch and then I went off to bed. Like that's what I saw modeled. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and to be quite honest, I was the person, and you guys have heard me talk about this numerous times. I like to read. That's my reading time. So I, you know, I'd be in that place, but then that led to, that led to a lot of fatigue mm-hmm. because it would be those late nights. Like I'm up reading or I'm up doing stuff. It also, in the very early years of our marriage, gave Tony opportunities. If I fell asleep first to engage in pornography. Yeah. Because it was just easier than, I mean, we would be in bed together, but it was easy for me to just get up and, and go do my thing. Or like Elisa was saying, there would be times when one of us would watch TV. Many a times it would be me ending up watching like ESPN Sports Center mm-hmm. or something late. She would be up and off to bed. And then that would allow me to then go into our second bedroom that we had in our apartment way back in the day and start viewing pornography. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we during that season, because we weren't going to bed, because it wasn't a priority, because we didn't have a bedtime routine, there, there was nothing that was really growing our marriage Mm-mm. around that area. And, you, and our sex life was very disconnected. And you guys, you know, if you've heard us on any of the shows talk about the early years of our sex life, a lot of disconnect because mm-hmm. we weren't intentional and we weren't in bed at the same time. And, you know, like we've talked about, you know, recently about the 60 days of sex challenge that really shifted because when you're committing to having sex that regularly, you got to be in bed at the same time. Right. And I also would say though, our mindset at that point in time was that sex only happened at night. Sure. So that has changed over the years as well, which has allowed us to enjoy going to bed together Mm -hmm. because there isn't this huge expectation that because we're going to bed together, we're going to have sex. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that has helped out as well because bedtime for us is, it is an unwind time. We don't have any electronics in our bedroom. And when I say we don't have any electronics, we don't have TVs, we don't have radios, we don't have phones in our bedroom. No tablets. No tablets. We do have kids. Kindles, mine doesn't even, mine probably needs to be charged because I don't even pull out my Kindle anymore. But we don't have electronics to distract us. And I have come to feel like this time right now, which we didn't have early on, was that it's not only time for sex. Well, and you brought up electronics and I just want to, I want to interject something here because, you know, as we're talking about what other people are doing besides going to bed with their or going to sleep with their spouses at the same time, 46% of the responses had to do with electronics. Why they were staying up later yes. or not. Yeah. Okay. 46. So, you know, you had TV, you had social media, being on your phone, video games. So 46% of you are staying up later to engage in electronics. Which then impacts the fatigue and we're not able to connect because now there's, and I will say that due to fatigue, I would say that there is an increase in irritability and anger issues as well. Having been there, mm-hmm. I know for myself when there are days upon days, months upon months, and years upon years, when you're not fully getting a good night of sleep, you're going to be more irritable. Mm-hmm. And no kidding, I bet you there's an anger issue at the root of that as well. Or, or you're seeing the anger flare up. Or you're seeing the anger flare up. Yeah. Or impatience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of those like icky emotions. Which then just bleed into this, wow, we're not connected. We're very irritable. Uh, I, it was hurtful. 
And a lot of it leads right to this thing that we're not getting enough sleep. And 46% of the respondents are saying it's because of electronics. Mm -hmm. And then just some of the other, there were two other categories that really came up for what people were staying up late doing. And, and 21% of you were, you know, getting ready for the next day, right? That may mean cleaning up the house, doing laundry, doing dishes. One of you actually said, and this was, you know, every once in a while we get those like super romantic comments. Mm. One husband said, I prep her coffee for the next day and I put her towels in the dryer so that when she gets out of the shower, like I'll turn it on in the morning mm-hmm. when she gets out of the shower, she gets out to a warm towel. Love I'm it. Like, oh, you know, everybody, there's a collective awe. If you are listening to this show, know that we are all awing mm-hmm. for you and your wife. And, you know, so that was 21% of the responses. And then, you know, reading, staying up late reading is a go-to for, you know, 17% of you. But, you know, as we look at those things, like Tony said, it, there's a fatigue factor. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, we're not saying don't unwind at the end of the day, right? If, if you're not tired yet, I get it. You may not be tired at the same moment that your spouse is tired, mm-hmm. right? I'm not always ready to close my eyes and go to sleep at the exact same moment that Tony, you know, leans over and says, I love you. Good night. And I'm turning out my light, right? But what are we doing in that time? And have we created this routine with our spouse so that we're still fostering connections or are we living in this little window of time? Are we living these independent lives that are actually pulling us farther away from our spouse and making us a cranky person on top of it? Mm-hmm. Cause I will tell you that Elisa is a little cranky when she doesn't get a good amount of sleep. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a reason I took I a can nap confirm. yesterday. <laughs> I can confirm that. You know, and we so often, when we connect with married couples, we're hearing about things like, I just don't feel like I've got the energy to do this. I don't feel like I've got the patience. I don't feel like I can control my emotions. Mm-hmm. And, and I, it got me to wondering as this question came into, you know, about what are the routines and the patterns and stuff. It got me wondering, is the reason that we don't have the energy to, to fight for our marriage, to engage in our marriage, to engage with our spouse, is it because we're staying up way too late And we haven't established a routine that actually gives us that window. And I don't care if your window is five minutes with your spouse or, you know, we just go to bed together and it's like the whole night together. Like it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. the time. It's not the amount of time, the, the length of your bedtime routine that matters. What matters is that you look at this as an opportunity. This is a key, a prime opportunity for the two of you to create connection in your marriage. And, and I would say right now, like be thinking as we continue in the show, be thinking about ways that you can start to foster that connection time. Yeah, it's vital. It really is vital. Now, I will say the one caveat to this whole thing, those of you with newborns, that's a whole nother deal. Like we, we get that having been there and many, many of you in the one family that that's that season where, you know what you are getting up. You are feeding the baby. If you have two kids, there are things that are that are happening. If you have sick kids for, a, you know, for a couple of weeks, that happens. We get it. We're talking about though for the overall. Look at your life. Look mm-hmm. at your marriage. And if you take the entirety of that, if Lisa and I were to take the twenty-two years that we've been together, you know, that entirety, our kids being newborns is a very small snippet of that entire length of marriage. And I also want to say, I know that there are some folks that are listening to the show and maybe you and your spouse work different shifts, right? You're in yeah, that, bring that season. Up. Bring that um, up. And, and so keep, don't dismiss this show. 
Look at this. Look at what's coming up next in the show as a a tool that you can use when you have the opportunity to be together, Mm -hmm. right? You can still foster that connection in the windows of time that you have. Don't, don't say, well, this doesn't apply to us because we're not home together because we work different shifts or, you know, he works overnight or she's whatever. Don't dismiss it. Take what you can. We know you're out there. Right. And we know that you desire an extraordinary marriage too. So take these strategies and craft it around like everything that we do here at One Extraordinary Marriage, craft it around and make it work for the two of you. Yeah. You're going to have to. And if you're, if you're opposite shifts or you're working, you know, four, four on, three offs, whatever it may be, take, take the, the, the foundation mm-hmm. and then build from there. It was interesting. We're just bringing this up though. When we had the one conference here in San Diego, I happened to see one of our attendees at a Starbucks the other day and her and her husband, they do, he he was a, he's a firefighter. Okay. And so they work, he works those shifts. 24 on 24 or whatever, 48, 72. And, and I remember sitting them when we went over the intimacy lifestyle section Mm -hmm. and just talking to her about it because I sat there with them and talked about it. And she said, you know what, Tony, it was one of the best things we've learned because even though he works those shifts and those overnight shifts, and sometimes he's coming home late, we've been able to find Mm. the way that it works for us. I love it. I love hearing how the one family takes the resources and makes them their own. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. And, and we know that it's not always going to be possible to fall asleep every night together. And, but there were some definite trends in what the one family does and what it looks like. And I, I want to share some of what the, the family does around this because you can create your own routine, right? You can take these ideas or even some that you have and say, how do we use this to foster, t- to foster that time together? There are a lot of you that watch a favorite TV show or read a book together. You're, you're curled up there on the couch and you just, you have that time mm-hmm. where you're just physically connected to one another. Um, you know, there are couples that will go and they'll just be brushing their teeth at the same time, you know, washing the face. Obviously they're a little bit faster at it than I am because they seem to finish at the same time. Uh, one couple, I love this. Uh, one couple, they, they run, they brush their teeth, they finish brushing their teeth and then they run and jump into bed because their rule is that whoever is the last one in bed has to get up out of bed and turn off the lights. And I love that they've made a game out of this because even as I was reading that response, the smile that went across my face reading it, yeah, I, I can just imagine what that looks like in, in their marriage that they've got this fun this fun evening routine that just brings them together. Mm-hmm. You know, there are couples that will get in bed and talk through the day right? We tend to, this ha- happens to be something that we often do, you know, just kind of like, Hey, wh- what, what are we dealing with? What do we need as long to address? As I haven't fallen asleep yet. As long as you haven't fallen asleep. Yep. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you the number of times that I saw the word snuggles, cuddles, and sex, right? As part of your bedtime routines. Mm-hmm. That's where that proximity, that touch matters so much. And making that ability or making that time to have the bedtime bedtime routine together, Mm -hmm. working it out together. What does it look like for the two of you so you are able to have that connection at the end of the day and you can get that sleep that you need Mm -hmm. before the next day starts? And we really want to equip the two of you with strategies on how to create this routine. But before we do that, we want to thank this week's sponsor. And I mentioned at the top of the show that this week we're sponsored by Rothy's. And I don't know if you've heard about this company that is making flats for women and girls out of recycled water bottles. Um, 
I hadn't heard like I'd seen them a little bit on Instagram, hadn't mm -hmm. yeah, really explored it, but couldn't believe what they're doing out of these recycled water bottles and the fact that the shoes are both comfortable and stylish. And you know, it's your everyday flat for a life on the go. They've got four fashionable styles, the flat, the point, the loafer and the sneaker. And they make them for both women and girls, which is a lot of fun when you've got a teenage girl in the house like we do here. And I, I got my pair. I have a pair of the ivory gray snake uh, loafer is what I have. And when I first got them, it was amazing because I put them on, you know, it's like, you know, brand new shoes. What do mm -hmm. we do, ladies? We, we immediately put them on. So comfortable. It literally felt like a glove on my foot. And the first day, I'm like, I'm going to put these things through their paces. So I wore them all day. And like, I got compliments, first of all. I love compliments. Got compliments everywhere I went. And they were comfortable all day long. And, yeah. you know, here's, here was a fun little fact that Meghan Markle, on one of her uh, recent Australian tours with Prince Harry, she slipped on a pair. You know, she's usually in her heels and they've actually been flying off the shelves ever since. And, you know, I love my Rothy's and I know that you're going to love yours too. So right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for our listeners. You can use code one, that's O-N-E, to get free shipping with no minimum. So that's free shipping and free returns and exchanges on your Rothy's shoe. But I don't think you're going to want to return them. I know I don't. Go to rothys.com and enter promo code one O-N-E to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. This is a new no brainer. Get shoes that are comfortable, stylish and sustainable and free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today. Rothy's.com promo one and get this deal while it lasts. You know, as we were saying, we want to be able to equip you with a tool and strategy to, wrapped around this idea of a bedtime routine. And, you know, it starts with this vision of what you want your bedtime routine to look like. You know, do you want it to be something that happens a couple times a week? Do you want it to be something that happens every night? Is it going to be something that's five minutes? Is it going to be like half an hour that we just set aside for ourselves every night? But we, you've got to start with a vision, mm -hmm. right? Just wishing for a bedtime routine isn't going to make it happen. And this is the big thing, right? We got to talk about something because if we don't talk about it, it's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the routine ends up happening, right? We just sort of fall into something and we don't ever really talk about it. And then we don't ever change. I remember for Elisa and I, there was that time period early on in our marriage and at different times in our marriage when we really didn't have much structure and we never talked about it. Mm -hmm. Where we are today actually came out of intentional conversations and going, you know what? We need to have this time together. And for us, it is okay if one of falls asleep, mainly me, prior <laughs> to um, Elisa finishing her reading and all that, that's okay. The key for us was that we were going to make sure that, and it's not even a set time for us. For some of you, it may be a set time because you need to be up in the morning. There was a period in our lives when we were getting up at 4, 4.30 a.m. So we needed to be in bed early. Right now, that's not where our lives are. So we tend to be on a day-to-day -day basis like, hey, what's your evening looking like? What do you have on your plate? What do we got going on? And we can look at that and then we go, okay, cool. Let, let's get to bed by 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Other nights, it's like, I'm really tired. You know what? So am I. We've had a long day. Let's get to bed at nine. Or even there have been times when we're just like, it's 830. The house is quiet. Everything's been cleaned. And we're in bed and we're reading at 8.30. We have a little more time to talk. You know, so it's it's changed over the years for us. And yet what happened though is that we needed to take the time 
to make sure that we both were on the same page and understanding what needed to happen for us to be in a place where we could be in bed at the same time. And a big part of that really tying in with this year's hashtag about being in the moment is asking yourself, what can I do to be in the moment in this particular window of our day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Don't let bedtime just, you know, like fly by. Start thinking, what can I do? And, you know, I want to challenge, we want to challenge you guys this week to to even think about what this is going to look like. What is the routine? And to spend a minimum, minimum five minutes together. Right. You guys can do anything for five minutes if you're both in the house at the same time. Yeah. Don't tell me you can't. Don't tell me that you can't watch a rerun of whatever it is. Everything's on demand now anyhow. So it's not like you're going to miss anything. Right. But, you know, maybe in that time you share one thing that you really enjoyed about the day. Right. One of those highlights. Right. You share what you've got going on the next day and where you might need help. Hey, can you can you help pick up the kids or, you know, can you run this into town for me or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Get into some of that touch. There's a reason people were talking about the snuggles and the cuddles and the sex, right? They're touching each other. Hmm. So maybe you do a little massage. I remember one of the responses that I would put, you know, I, I rub his feet with lotion every night and we see where that goes. I'm like, there you go. Yeah. And don't, you know, hey, grab yourself some massage oil, grab yourself some lubricant, grab those pieces that may, I mean, we even have, what's that bar we have, that lush bar? Oh, the wiki bar. Yeah. So it's just like a cinnamon, vanilla, something it's, or it's, other. I think it's all, almost all cinnamon. I don't know. Okay. Remember, but it's my favorite. Yeah. So bring something like that in, you know, use a diffuser. Mm-hmm. What, what, helps, what helps foster better sleep for you guys? Use, use an essential oil that will calm you, will calm your mind, will, will allow you to, to like let go of everything else. And be in the moment with your spouse there mm. because that, that really makes a huge difference. It, it, for some of you, it may mean that you do need to get into some prayer together, mm-hmm. you know, releasing things that are just come upon you that are, that are just wrecking little havoc on your mind and you need to get into a place so you can have really a real solid night of sleep and great dreams. Absolutely. And, you know, for some of you, it may just be taking a shower together. Mm-hmm. Right. Just to kind of like wash off the day and, and just be f- connected, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's looking at this time guys, like what we didn't understand when we got married was that there, you know, when you've got 24 hours in a day, we don't spend all of those hours with our spouses. I don't care how much time the two of you spend together. Nobody spends 24 seven. And I do want to say this because I think there's this myth out there that Elise and I, because we do the show together, we run one extraordinary marriage together. Like we are like at the hip all day long. No, thank you. And we we're not. And, and to be truthfully honest with you guys, we run our lives very similar to you guys, other than we don't have to get up and go out to an office space and drive back and forth, but we're not stuck at the hip doing life together 24 mm-hmm. seven. We're not, we're, we're, we're your normal couple, just like you running lives, having kids, running businesses and, and making our, our marriage extraordinary. So you guys can have extraordinary marriages. And, and so to that end, we all have to be looking at the windows of opportunity that we have to foster connection and grow our marriage. And you may be running all day long. You may not get those times to connect and have the conversation. You may not get that time to touch one another. You may not get that time to just be in each other's presence Mm. because of how your scheduled lives go. 
Don't miss the opportunity at the end of the day to have that connection. This, this could be the prime time for your marriage. It's what we learned in doing the 60 days of sex challenge. You know, we spent 10, 11 years, you know, not connected, having babies, being in that newborn stage. And then when we committed to the 60 days of sex challenge, it forced us to have to go to bed together. It really did. It, it, it made us realize the importance of those moments mm-hmm. that we did have because instead of the day getting past us and us just huffing and puffing and, and jumping into bed and, and being upset with each other because something may have happened earlier in the day, it forced me personally, it forced me to, to extend forgiveness, mm-hmm. to begin talking to Elisa, to begin opening up myself. And honestly, it was during that time that I really believe that I began to just let go of things at night. Like I don't, I go to bed, I put my head down on my pillow and I am done, but I really believe it happened then and there because I don't allow the day to come into my night and into my sleep. We, we end the day and I make sure that Elisa knows what's happening with me, where I'm at. So when I put my head down, I'm going to get my full six, seven, eight hours of sleep and I'm going to wake up the next morning refreshed Mm -hmm. and ready to be the husband, the dad, the business owner, the brother, the friend that I'm, that I want to be to those that are around me. Mm -hmm. It's prime time guys. It's prime time. And each one of you, you know, job schedules and newborns excluded, each one of you has an opportunity to capitalize on this window to grow your marriage. So pick a new routine, have a conversation, pick, pick one strategy, you know, out of all of those that we listed or even some that came to mind and see what happens over this next seven days when you decide to do that one thing to be in the moment with your spouse. It's going to it's going to create change and it's going to create connection and you're going to be so glad that you did. Yeah, I love it. Hey, go get to bed. That's that's the thing. Go go to bed. Enjoy it. I'm going to just say this one last time. Get rid of the electronics. Those are disconnecting you from your spouse. I'm going to leave it at that. We love you guys. We're excited to hear what's going to happen in your marriage and especially with your bedtime routine. Love you guys. Have a great week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys. <laughs>